And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on the earth, peace to those on whom his favour rests. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So a Christmas for you, a sign that the, uh, the shepherds were given. There's the verse, one of the verses that we read is going to appear on the screen again, and I thought we'd just take a look um, at it. Um, it's uh, uh, verse 12 from the reading. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And the question I wanted to ask this morning is, why were the shepherds given that particular sign? Why were the shepherds given that particular sign of a manger and some cloths? Why, why that sign? Why not something else? Why were they given the, the sign of a baby wrapped in some cloths and lying in a manger? Now, obviously, to, uh, to do that, I've done my, my research and my investigations, and I thought it was important that we did invite a real shepherd to come and, uh, to come and talk to us. Now, you, before he comes on, you might know, obviously, that, that being a shepherd uh, uh, or being a shepherdess these days is, is quite trendy. So, uh, you know, on television... In books, uh, you can see uh, some examples of, uh, of where that's become quite popular these days. Um, uh, in our next picture, if our picture can, there we go, you see lots of, lots of uh, uh, ways in which we see shepherds. It's quite trendy. People uh, enjoy the idea that there might be shepherds they want to know. So I thought we'd invite one on to come and talk to us. So here is uh, uh, Shepherd. Uh, we'll call him Jack, um, because Jack sounds like a, a name that you'd be if you were a shepherd. Hello, shepherds. Hello, everybody. <laughs> nice to see you. Um, now, I, I imagine, you know, being a shepherd is, is very, very trendy at the moment, uh, Jack. So I can only imagine that, you, um, uh, that lots of people are interested in you. And, and, and I just wanted to ask you, kind of, what is it like? Do you find that people are, are, are really keen to know about you and are really interested in you these days? Well, I mean, to be fair, it's mostly just standing about outside, you know, looking after sheep. Oh, he's you're, on the floor. Or, or he's or on not the looking after your he's sheep. On the floor. This is, you're very cavalier with your sheep. <laughs> um, so, right. so there's not there's not a lot of interest that you find in you these days. No, no, no. Um, oh, well, thank you, okay. thank you. <laughs> well, okay, but let's imagine. I, you know, shepherds, shepherdesses. You see, they're on TV everywhere. So I imagine, in my mind, that there are TV producers who are kind of coming to you and banging down your um, your gate. Um, and uh, and do, do you not find that, that, that they come and, you know, I think, do they not come and bring you lots of money and offer you lots of, lots of gold coins to, uh, um, to, to kind of, no? Is, is it not like that? Oh, well, uh, no, not really. You know, it, as I said, really, it's mostly just standing outside and looking after sheep. <laughs> I mean, I've got wool. We sell wool. Would, would you like some wool? 
Can uh, I give you some wool? <laughs> you can give me some wool, yeah. Let's take that on with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll use that later. That's fine. <laughs> Thank you. Um, well, what about, you know, you don't have, so film producers aren't there, bring you nice fancy clothes to wear to so smarten you up and say, we'll put you, you know, we'll, 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 you know, we've got a lot of interest in you these days. No? No. I mean, what would we do with that, eh? We spend most of the time out in fields. It's mucky. Yeah. It's mucky, Paul, out in fields. <laughs> no time for that. Okay. Um, uh, do you get, well, okay. Do you get invited out to lots of exciting events and parties? I've got, um, I've got a bottle of Schler here, which is, you know, a symbol of a, a fine, a fine uh, party and, uh, it is. you know, a, a, a special invite. Do, uh, do you get lots of invites out to things? Into, into town? Wait, no, we don't get into town much, Paul. No, we don't get into town very much, no. Do you know where, where, no. where are you from, Jack? Uh, somewhere between, uh, somewhere. <laughs> countryside, countryside. <laughs> very good. Um, so you don't, you don't get, you don't get lots of invites and. No, no. So I've clearly got the wrong idea of what it is to be a shepherd. I have this picture of a trendy, you know, everyone wants to be a shepherd or a shepherdess. The lifestyle's very exciting, very appealing. Have I got the wrong idea? No, we, it's just ordinary, really, you know. We look after sheep. She's all right. We, we sort of stand out in fields looking after sheep, and people don't think much of us, really, you know. We, we don't get much money. We don't have our fancy clothes, and... We don't get invited into town much, no. Okay. Okay. No. That's, that's a hard life, isn't it? It's hard life. It's hard work. <laughs> well, it's very nice to but have had you But we don't complain, Paul. We don't complain. You don't complain. You're very good, Jack. You're very good. You don't complain. Well, it's very good to have given, to have given us the inside track on what it really is to be a shepherd. So thank you so much for being with us. And maybe a round of applause for uh, our shepherds. Thanks very much. I love the slur. <laughs> Cheers, Paul. You, t- you take the share. <laughs> well, there we are, Jack. Uh, Jack the shepherd. Um, the shepherds in the story. Uh, the shepherds were. They were ordinary. The shepherds were ordinary. They were just ordinary shepherds. Out they were. They would have been outside of Bethlehem. We're told in the story, Luke chapter two. If you get a chance to read it again, they were just outside the town. They would have been looking after their sheep. It was a fairly ordinary lifestyle. It was a pretty dirty lifestyle, um, looking after the sheep out on the hillside. Uh, the shepherds weren't thought that much of. Uh, they were dealing with animals all day. They would have been. Uh, they wouldn't have been very well educated, particularly. They were just ordinary shepherds, and yet the angel comes and tells them to visit the child, the child Jesus, who had been born who was to be born, this Messiah, this king, this royal baby. So you've got a special baby, a royal baby being born, and the shepherds, these ordinary folk out in the fields, who are told, you can go and visit him. So you can imagine, you imagine just what it might have been like for them. There's Jack, our shepherd, he did, he did a good job. Didn't he? You imagine that you, you, an angel arrives and tells you, we want you to go and visit uh, this new special royal baby. Well, you can imagine what might have gone through their minds. They must have been thinking, well, that's not the kind of place that I'm going to be welcome in. That's not the place that we are normally invited to. We don't, we don't get invited into town very much, so they said. We don't get invited to those sorts of places. 
It's not the kind of thing where we would be welcomed. And if you can imagine a royal baby being born, it's pretty special. Let's just translate it for a moment. Let's think, you know, we've had royal babies born in our lifetimes. So here is a, a picture of uh, a, a recent royal baby born uh, with the, uh, the Duke and the Duchess of Cambridge. And you can imagine, can't you, it's a special event, the press are there, it's, it's important, a royal baby has been born, people make a big thing of it. Now, if one of us was told, you, could, you ordinary person, you can go and visit that royal baby, well, most of us will think, well, that would be really weird. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be, this is, I'm not going to be welcome there. It's just a bit odd, isn't it? You know, it's, it's kind of, I'm not even social distancing, it's terrible. Um, it's, it's not going to be, you're not going to feel very, you don't feel like, oh, yeah, I could easily go there. That would be for me. You think, well, that's not for me. I'm not the sort of person who can go to that kind of, you know, royal occasion. But that is what the angels say to them. They say to them, you can go. You can go and visit. And this is your sign. This is your sign. Now, I, I don't know whether you've ever thought about it. Because often the, the words go past us every year. We think about this message that they're given. And we maybe don't realize that it was a sign for them, for the shepherds. Now, why was that? The sign they were given kind of had two bits to it. There was going to be uh, a baby who would be in cloths and lying in a manger. Why was that their sign? Well, it was their sign because the cloths, wrapping your baby in, in cloths, was exactly what the ordinary folk did. It was the ordinary way in which if you had given birth and you had a little baby, you would have wrapped them. If you weren't, you weren't anyone special, that's what you would have done. A manger, as we might know, and if, particularly if you were watching yesterday, a manger was where in, in an ordinary house with not much room, there would have been a, a family room, there would have been a room for the animals, there would have been a manger, and that was where you would have placed a baby if you didn't have a lot of room and a lot of space. It was an ordinary place. So ordinary cloths, an ordinary place to lay the baby. So the angel is saying to them, here is a sign for you, ordinary shepherds. You're going to find that it's stuff that you recognize. It's an ordinary home with ordinary people in. Uh, They're going to wrap them in cloths, just like the way you know they would. They're going to lie them in the manger because it's a small house and that's where there's room. And you know that's what you would do. You are going to be welcome there. He's for ordinary people. And so he's saying to them, if you go to Bethlehem, you go into, go into town, you're not going to be turned away. He's for you. You're not going to be turned away. You're not going to get there and no one's going to say, get away, unclean shepherds. We don't want anything to do with you. Why have you appeared? You shouldn't be here. They're going to say, no. It's an ordinary situation for ordinary shepherds. This is your sign. He's here for ordinary people like you, like me. Now, I wonder, if ever we've sort of just, as I say, gone past those words and not realized perhaps that they were a message for the shepherds saying, he is for you, I wonder if we've ever thought, would there ever be a sign that Jesus was for us? If God could give a sign that Jesus was for you, what would that be? If you think perhaps across uh, his life, his ministry, what Jesus did when he was alive, you can read about it in the accounts that were written, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John, the accounts that were written of Jesus' life and all that he did. There's so many things in there, but if you think for a moment, some of the things that he did in his life, 
Might one of those be a sign for you that Jesus is really for you? Think for a moment. Let me give you a couple of examples. He met a man once who was ill with leprosy, a disease that meant uh, he had to be away from everyone else. No one else wanted to know him. Yet Jesus met him, drew close to him, touched him, healed him. Someone who was outcast, Jesus met and related to. Might that be a sign for you? He met a woman who had suffered a painful illness for many years and no doctors could help and actually had carried that suffering quietly on her own for many years. And nobody really wanted to give her the time of day. But Jesus saw her. She was invisible to everyone else. Jesus saw her and met with her and healed her. He sees those who are invisible. Might that be a sign for you? He met a man who was blind, uh, who had been blind all his life. And people used to say things about him, about what perhaps had gone wrong in his life that meant that this was his situation. But Jesus didn't. He drew close to him. He spoke to him. He touched him. He healed him. Might that be a sign for you? There are so many stories. There are so many ways in which Jesus relates to people. He teaches. As you read through the accounts of his life, might we ask, could Jesus be for me? What would be the sign that you would need for God to say, do you know, I sent Jesus for you? To ordinary shepherds, it was to say, do you know, he is just, he's there, you'll find him wrapped in cloths, lying in a manger. You'll find him in an ordinary situation. He is front, you're not going to be turned away. He is for you. I wonder what it might be for us. If I could encourage you to do anything, any one thing in the course of the next few days, in that little sort of period between Christmas and New Year, why not grab uh, one of the Gospels? You can find them easily online, uh, one of the accounts of the life of Jesus. Maybe just start reading through. Just see it with fresh eyes and look and see what Jesus does, how he is trying to point people and say, I have come for you, whoever you are, whatever situation you're in, whatever experience you've had. I came to this earth for you. You won't be turned away. Why don't we pray together and then we're going to sing. Father, this Christmas morning, just remind us afresh that you came for us. You came for a world that needs you. Uh, Wherever we are from, whatever our background, our culture, our race, our experience, our situation, Lord, you came for us. Might we know that afresh this morning. In Jesus' name, amen.